Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hits. There's interesting legislation uh, coming in as well where 20% of all staff recruited uh, by the civil service of the public sector uh, by 2030 will have to speak Irish. Now, the legislation guaranteeing the linguistic rights of Irish speakers, including a requirement that obliges the state to correctly record names in Irish, has passed the final stage of the legislative process before becoming law. And following extensive consultation and debate, the Official Languages Amendment Bill passed through the Dáil on Wednesday, a week after passing its final stage in the Shannon, and some 10 years after it was first proposed. Essentially, the bill, which is an update of the Official Languages Act 2003, contains a series of provisions aimed at strengthening the rights of Irish speakers when interacting with the state. In other words, when you call for services, be it social welfare, be it for revenue, or you're interacting with a guard Shikana, etc., etc. Although yeah, they have their own thing out today as well, their own press release out today. Ironically enough, it kind of seems to go against this, but I'll talk about that in a minute. Now, the legislation is the latest attempt to address what campaigners say is a decade-long failure by the state to ensure equal rights and status for members of the Irish language community across the country. And the question I want to ask you today is, do we do enough to preserve our national language and heritage? Do we do enough? Do you think we spend enough money on it? There was a suggestion going back about two years ago. I remember talking about something similar about this two years ago. And I can't remember the exact calculation, but when you take into consideration TG Cahar, the money that's spent generally in RTE, in Irish-speaking language, uh, the money that's spent, say, on planning permissions and grants uh, for, you know, building houses in the Gwelsdukt areas, the money that's spent on, on, you know, what you call it, financing Gwell schools, the money that's spent on translations for the European Union, etc., all that kind of stuff, everything else, the courts, everything. When you add it all up, it comes to, I believe, somewhere over a billion. I Don't quote me in the figure. But it's, it's a little bit over a billion when you add everything up. And some people say, well, is it really worth that for a language that very few people actually speak? Sadly, sadly, very few people speak. But I want to know, are we doing enough? Are we actually doing enough to preserve the language? I mean, the last thing we want to see is it disappear. So are we doing enough to preserve it? Well, to talk to you a little bit more about it is Julian Despain, who's the General Secretary of Conrad Nagelga. Good afternoon to you, Julian. Good afternoon. Now, Julian, explain to me for us this legislation. I mean, realistically, there's a very small percentage of the public sector at the moment probably speak Irish. I imagine it's only one or two or three percent, is it? Yeah, I mean, even the Commissioner Tanya, he did a survey there a few years ago in the Department of Education, and they found that only 1.5% of the people working in the Department of Education... Well, that wasn't a bad guess, so yeah. So, so, if, you know, so if I'm an Irish speaker um, from the Gaeltacht area and I want to ring, say, the Department of Social Welfare or the Revenue Commissioner or the Passport Office or whatever, what's my chances of getting somebody who's going to speak to me in Irish? Slim to nil. Um, some of those groups you mentioned there may, may have an answering machine where you can leave a message and hopefully you might get a call back, but you probably won't and you'll be waiting. And when you get a call back, you're not always going to get a person who actually knows the answer. So they'll have to go off and find somebody else and <laughs> come back to you again. So at the moment, and there's no service pretty much there available for uh, Irish speakers uh, mm. from the Gwaltup. And, you know, it's something that we need to address. And I think okay, so this, we'll this, into, this yeah. affirmative action, so to speak, which is essentially yeah. what it is, a form of affirmative action, whereby we're going to need 20% by 2030. Really, is that a realistic figure? I, I mean, if considering about 1.5% at the moment, do you honestly believe we're going to be able to find enough people? Like, you can't keep dragging people into departments who are not even qualified. Uh, you'll do just because you speak Irish. You get in there now and sort out people's taxes. I mean, really, will we be able to do that by 2030? Yeah, well, that's why I suppose there's a, a sort of a long lead-in. Um, I would imagine what we need to do is change 
parts of what we do in the education system as well. You want to have as many people as possible that would be able to function through Irish. Um, and and to do that, I think we need to do that for the, the Department of Education, but also is trying to encourage people more and that they see, oh, look, here's opportunities for you to use Irish in the future. Because a lot of people always say, well, there's no, you know, and I never get a chance to use Irish. Well, this will be the chance. And going forward, then, as more services become available, the more you'll actually be able to use Irish with those services as well. Something they do in Wales, for example, if you go into a public office in Wales, they'll say, do you want your service in Welsh? Straight away. Off, but it off, is off. it is different, Julian, because they have preserved the language all along. It has never got to the point where the Irish language in this country is at now. I mean, I don't know the figures. I know according to the census, 73,000 uh, people or a little bit over that, uh, people speak Irish on a daily basis. Now, that could just mean, you know, they, they, they speak it, you know, casually in certain circumstances. But people who actually speak it and don't speak English... And, and I'm, I'm assuming the people who don't speak English can speak English, but choose not to, right? In certain well-tucked areas, um, that's a very small number. They, they reckon somewhere between twelve and 20,000 people. So there's five million people in the country. Uh, and essentially, that's going to be very difficult, you know, because there's always that anecdotal story. And I had a guy in the air here one day, going back about three years ago, he was stopped by the guards and he insisted the guards spoke Irish and the guard had to call another guard and call another guard out to the scene and... And okay, it is his constitutional right. But in saying that, if I meet somebody from the Gaeltacht and I don't speak Irish, which I don't, sadly, um, I mean, they, they could just oblige and speak English to me, couldn't they? Yeah. Well, what, what, I suppose what you're what you're saying then is like that, you know, that the Irish speakers pretty much just give up the ghost and just say, look, you know, we have English, therefore, what's the point in Irish? Let's just continue. Well, I'm not saying give um, up the ghost. Continue, no. but can, can, can continue with the, you know, with official officialdom and um, true English and, and not, you know, I mean, Irish is an official language of, of, of Ireland. Who else is going to protect the language if we don't in Ireland ourselves? So I think it's but you, but you're there. an Irish speaker, Julian, right? Yeah. I'm not. Yeah. I, I remember a couple of words from school. That's about it. But you're an Irish speaker. There was a point, by the way, in media where to get into media in Ireland, you had to have a very, a very good knowledge of the Irish language. That's not the case anymore. But, you know, here you are talking to me in English. And the reason we're talking in English, because if we didn't, I'd lose 85% of the listeners to the show right now. Because they wouldn't understand what we're talking about. You'd be a bit surprised, actually. If you look at the, you know, where the public is in terms of the amount of Irish they have, I mean, the census was was over 40% have command of Irish. But when we've asked for seven years in a row in a a Cantor, independent survey done by Cantor, um, and over 30% every year have said that they're confident in the levels of Irish they have, the problem is they don't get the opportunities to use the language. And, but that actually is changing amongst young people, especially. If you go into third level colleges, some of the big societies are Irish societies, young people very much don't have the hang ups. There's pop up growth uh, happening in cities and towns all over the, well, before COVID, all over the country. Um, and, you know, so there's a huge, um, uh, I suppose, it, it, in, in enthusiasm to the language, to use the language more. It's used online a lot as well, social media. And so I think there's a lot of change. I think a lot of people have had hang-ups in the past, but that's disappearing. And people are saying as the world gets smaller because of travel and internet and everything else, people are looking at what helps identify them. And language is becoming more and more. I, I look. I do. I do know the girls' schools have become popular for for many reasons, but they have become popular, and people want to keep their culture, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But when I when I see young people, you know, on Instagram, and you talked about social media, TikTok, Snapchat, Instagram, whatever it happens to be. 
I don't see much of the Irish language on that. I see them more actually likening more to the American language, if you ask me, the way they're trying to speak nowadays. I mean, are we promoting it in the right way? Because when I was in, a, in school, and I don't know how much it's changed now, you know, it was bet into us. It was peg sirs. It was all that kind of stuff. And you either learned it or you got a clatter across the back of the head. And I still believe that this idea of forcing people to do something instead of encouraging uh, and we still do force because it is obligatory and you have to do it. It's probably the wrong approach, isn't it? Well, I think if you look at you sort of Irish in, in the curriculum. Um, I mean, school is is, is mandatory. So is uh, math. So is, is English. We all do these things. Yeah, but you need um, them. But you, but you, yeah, but, uh, but yeah, with great respect, you, you, you need them for a career. But, You're going but, but to use of, maths. But, You're not going to use but, Irish. Well, you'd be surprised. I mean, a lot of the maths I did in school, I've never used since. Um, and you know, so and I've used this Irish since, and the Irish is all around us. It's in our place names. It's in how we speak in English as well. And people have a huge interest in that. So we're giving them basically the core subjects, which is math, Irish, and English in our ed- education system. And when they go on to third level, then they choose what, what they want to do after that. Um, uh, but the other thing about having the third language and doing that as well is actually helps learn the third language. If you've, the Irish and English actually helps you learn the third language as well. So there's only of benefit, and people around the world, I suppose, are opening up now to more languages. And when you say Gaelskunner, for example, the only um, 6% of our primary schools, for example, are Gaelskunner, and, and that falls to half um, for uh, second level, um, because the Department of Education has never taken Irish medium education seriously, has never provided... And do you think there's a demand for more Gaelskunner? Oh, there's huge. I mean, even if you look at the ESRI report that said over 23% of parents would send their children to Gaelskunner if there was one... Um, one there for them, but there's not. So, you know, it's huge demand. But if you look again to Wales, what they're doing is they're, they've set down, they have a target. They, they have 23% of their, of their students go to English medium schools at the moment, and they have a target for 40% by 2050. So they're actively working on this, putting resources and making sure that they can do this so that they're supplying the amount that, that demand that is there. Our, our Department of Education is no, no, it's not even, no plan to increase mm-hmm. education. There was a group of uh, schools outside the, um, the Dáil yesterday looking for a second level um, um, English, uh, Irish, medium edu- uh, Irish medium education um, from all over South Dublin there. And, um, you know, so the parents have to come out and protest. And, so what, and so what do you suggest? Should we be doing, like, things like that kids enjoy, like PE, for example? Should that be oh, done yeah, in Irish? Definitely. Yeah, uh, you're, you're, that's, that's it. Now, that's, 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 you know, when you're talking about the vast majority of schools, how can we promote the language more? Joe McHugh, when he was uh, Minister for Education, he started a pilot course of um, doing PE trials in a number of primary schools. And um, now with COVID and everything, that's, installed but hopefully when when COVID's you know back to an even keel they can get into that again and start promote using um, PE through Irish and many many more of the, the primary schools because obviously the kids actively enjoying communicating with each other you know having fun and all the rest and mm. that, that would give them a, a, a so better base okay. of Irish before they get into the second level Okay final point on this right today coincidentally is the same day on Garda Siakana are suggesting they want to recruit more people who are from ethnic minorities including uh, Nigerian from uh, immigrants who come into the country etc etc Polish people I imagine uh, members of the travelling community uh, that doesn't sit well because they are public sector with your plan for 2030 does it? Well, 80% would still be, you know, um, available for people through the medium of English. But uh, you've also got things in account that a lot of the new Irish that are in the country as well are in the education system, so they are accessing Irish as well, and that's not a problem for them as well. 
Um, and they yeah, but your also, average Nigerian coming to Ireland is not going to have an well, L. It'll be just as bad as many, me, probably. For many, for many of the Nigerians that have been in Ireland and have had have their children in the education system will be looking to be, you know, for those jobs in the Gardaí and et cetera in the mm. future. But they, but they got rid of this entry requirement a few years ago now. So this isn't actually something new. Um, By the way, can I just point out, in case anyone complains, I, I mentioned Nigeria because that was mentioned earlier on. The yeah, news, yeah, so, yeah, I know what you, but yeah. I know what you mean. But this is what was in the paper today. But it's, it's not something all that new. But I suppose what they did was instead of having Irish as an entry requirement for the Gardaí, they have a, a course in Irish in the um, Temple Moor, I think. So that's what they did instead. So what? Um, just give them you, a basic level of Irish to understand basic yeah, words like car I think and so, stuff. Like and they have cue cards and different <laughs> things. You know, the Gardaí are doing for that. But you know. Okay, I mean, okay. You know, so there's there's different ways of approaching this. I mean, you know, my, we might not have agreed with the approach. Well, and and what about the budget, finally, before you go, Julian? The budget for the Irish language. At the moment, we, you know, we spend... Quite as, I mentioned at the start, now I'm sure you have a better idea of the figures. I know, for example, that TG Carr, for example, received $3.5 million in the budget in 2021. That's just one figure I happen to have here. But I remember looking at the figures before in relation to all of RTE, um, you know, and the Irish, uh, mm. Irish language in relation to that and the cost, generally, of the Irish language through translations, roads, Signs, pl- planning permission for uh, you know our grants for people for houses in the Celtic area, it came to over a billion uh, roughly now, when you add everything up yeah, together. That, that, that's yeah, I know I heard that figure in the past, but actually, that figure is basically talking about the education system being included, nothing to do with if you were to add all those different things you mentioned together, you know, nowhere near a billion. Um, what they were saying about the education system, but you, you're not going to save money. You still but you, need the point, the point I was going to ask you is, do you need more money? Is that enough? Do we need to spend more on oh, it? You definitely, I mean, if you look at TG Carr as an example, um, they don't have enough money to be able to do um, programming um, in Irish, um, you know, in, in entirety. And if you look again to but, Wales... But, but yeah, and Julian, I get you, and I've watched TG Carr every now and again, right? Yeah. There's some good stuff on it, right? But but in saying that, I don't understand Irish, so if they do a kind of love-hate type drama uh, yeah. in Irish, you know, unless they put subtitles on it, it's not much use to me. But they do do subtitles. Oh, no, I know, I know, and, I know, you know, I know and, they and, do, but, but is it really many... worth it for... Th- I mean, oh, with yeah, the well, greatest respect to TG Carr and Radio Nguyen, they don't have a huge audience. Yeah, but the the audience will always grow if we grow the other opportunities for using language and people use their language more. And if they have the funding, then they can actually do different programming that would gear towards maybe learners, gear towards the uh, Gwaltok speakers, you know, to have a variety of shows. And if you, again, in Wales, they've got S4C, the Welsh language channel, they have nearly triple the amount that TGCAR have to spend. So it's, and will, you, and will you be pushing for the independent sector to include more? We have an Irish language show, of course, on a Sunday here as well. Would yeah, you be pushing right. for the independent sector to be to do more Irish or have more Irish shows? Oh, yeah, we always think, well, it's not not even that. It's, it's to do it in a creative way as well. I think yourself and other radio stations have done very creative things in the past. You know, um, having um, uh, sort of different type of uh, um, items on in between shows and, you know, different ways of using the language more, talking about place names, they're talking about something, entertainment that's going on through Irish as a quick ad or something between things. So yeah, Crack Out is Kill. We, I, we have one here yeah. that we run all day called Crack Out yeah. is Kill. Yeah. Yes, it's different creative ways, just making people hear the language more, they can see the language more. And I think that's all encouraging. Okay. Okay. And, yeah. okay. Well, listen, Julian, nice to have you on. Nice to talk to you. Thank you very much indeed. Julian Despain is General Secretary of Conor Nagelga and basically saying that we need to do more, even though this legislation is out. That will say by 2030, 20% of all recruits or all new hiring for the public sector must speak Irish. Now, I don't, I don't believe that means you have to be fluent in it or anything like that, but you must have a basic knowledge or probably, I don't know, a B in your leaving cert or something like that in the Irish language. 
In other words, that you're able to communicate with people who might call in for questions if you're in the Department of Social Welfare, the Revenue Commissioners, or Ungarda Shiakana, possibly, whatever it is, in the public sector generally, uh, that you'll have to speak Irish. I mean, it's doctors and nurses too, doesn't it? Oh, that could be a problem. Anyway, uh, the number is 087 By the way, can I just say thank you as well to Maura? Maura, I just spotted your text there. I did get it. Thank you for your wonderful, wonderful, lovely, beautiful Christmas presents and cards, and thank you as well. And uh, I shall talk to you later on during the day. Thank you very much indeed, Maura. I really appreciate it. I did get it. Um, sorry, I didn't see your text there. Anyway, keep texting, keep WhatsApping. Numbers 087 I'd love to speak Irish fluently, but the Brits robbed most of us of the right to speak our own language. We should be like other European countries, speak our native language first and have English as a second language. Don't be so silly. Should we communicate commercially in English? We have to. So how could we possibly have it as a first language from that point of view? We couldn't. They should. The Welsh don't even have it as a first language from that point of view. And the only countries that would would be because everybody speaks. It would be Spain and Germany because that is their native language and that's the language they speak in. But every one of them would speak English as well. English is the most accepted language in the world. So to suggest for a minute that we should have Irish as a first language... I know it's our native language and our first language, but to suggest that we should all speak Irish and only speak English when we need to would be ridiculous. Uh, Niall, you have no problem pushing in the interests of other minority causes, but God forbid we support Irish in Ireland, says Kevin Limerick. Uh, what about uh, Irish? Increasingly, I find that the person answering the phone speaks English with a foreign accent, sometimes incomprehensible to me. And I have to say, could you please repeat that? Proficiency in communicating should be a benchmark, says Jim Tobin. Jim, I have to say, I had the same conversation earlier on with Ashling. You are completely right. I was on to a company there during the week. And God help the guy, I think he was in Pakistan or India. He was a lovely guy. He was so helpful. He sorted me out. He was brilliant. But the conversation took nearly a half an hour because he didn't understand me and I didn't really understand him very well. So we had to kind of keep repeating ourselves to each other. And it was very difficult. Can I just say he was a lovely man and he was brilliant and he was great. You know, but if we had kind of spoke the same lingo, it certainly would have helped. Uh, And I get you. If you're going to do like, you know, help desks or phone support or whatever it is in an English speaking country, you should have a very good grasp of the English language. Otherwise, no point. It's just going to cause problems, isn't it? Uh, Okay, that's a whole other argument. A whole other topic. Uh, the number is 087 That's 087 Don't forget, by the way, if you want to send us a WhatsApp message, you can. All you've got to do is go into the little WhatsApp machine there, okay? And uh, just press the little microphone at the bottom. And when you do that, just record your message. And if you record it, hopefully we should be able to play it just like this. I sent my daughters to an Irish primary school. And then people kept saying, oh, you should take them out and put them in English secondary school. I was like, why? They were fluent Irish. Uh and then sent them on to continue. They had to go to school from Kildare into Dublin. Like, there was a lo- there was a bus. And they'd done secondary school um, in Irish as well, when it's still in it. But, like, I did that for, when it comes to coming out of college, like, and broadening the horizons, if they wanted to go into television or journalism or, thankfully not the guards, but other jobs. And now, they're saying there now that in so many years, there'll be plenty of jobs. For Irish-speaking people, why yeah, not? Yeah, maybe. Um, my eldest is 20 in college in Dublin studying chemistry, but she's still fluent in Irish. Yeah, played to her. Uh, some of her friends still are that she went to school and they speak in Irish, often. Probably hiding things, but she was. <laughs> just gave them, to me, it just gave them a better, a little bit more of a chance of an opportunity. I suppose, I suppose for young people, that's probably not a bad thing. You know, They can speak Irish between themselves if they don't. 
had someone else to know what they're up to. Yeah, they could be hiding things. Uh, yeah, maybe that. And that's sad, by the way, that we could actually hide things in the Irish language in our own country. Anyway, I want to get your response to this. The number is 87 The question really is, are we doing enough to preserve the Irish language? Or maybe you're of the belief that you just couldn't care less. All right, welcome back. All right, are we successful? Are we doing a good job? Are we spending enough money? Or maybe you think we're spending too much trying to preserve the Irish language. Patricia, Patricia, you're an Irish, Ireland's classic kids. Irish classic kids. How you doing, Patricia? Hi, Niall. How are you? Good. Now, are um, we doing enough? Well, just as I was sending the message, I heard your own comment, which was similar enough to my own. And... Um, it's a long time now since I've been at school, but with my adult children, I've noticed that in primary school, they never really got the, um, they never got the credit. It, with, two of my children, they weren't very good at Irish, but they okay. were very good at maths and arithmetic and that kind of thing. And at the parent-teacher meeting, it, the focus was on how bad they were at Irish right, rather okay. than how good they were at maths. Now, I, I always had a saying, the thing most forbidden is the thing done. Right, and that can work the other way around. And I just feel that if something is being uh, shoved down your throat, it's it's uh, you, you more than likely you would get to dislike it. And when 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 you say you were no good at Irish, I well, I, you, did you say you were no good at Irish? Can you speak any Irish? Oh, um, well, my children weren't. Uh, two of my children, one was very good actually, but the others were weak at Irish. I was, you know. Uh, Pass Irish in the Living Cert yeah. back in the day. Yeah. Um, I failed, so, yeah, I failed I, it, by I, the way. Yeah, I failed I could it. speak some Irish, yeah. And um, now, funny enough, in a full time job as an adult, there was a guy, he was reared in the Gwentworth area, and for pure mischief, we'd carry on a conversation in Irish, especially when others around us couldn't understand. And, we, and that's when I actually improved my Irish. Are you there? Sorry, did I lose you there for a second? Oh, sorry. Sorry, sorry. No, that's um, okay. That's okay. Go ahead. No, I was just saying there that in a full-time job as an adult, uh, I worked with a gentleman who was reared in the Grail Sox, and for mischief, we'd carry out yes. a conversation in Irish just to annoy others. <laughs> and, and, uh, and, and somebody mentioned that earlier on as well, yeah. You can yeah. be used as a secret language, so to speak. Yes, yeah, exactly. And that's when my Irish improved. Right, but see, that's not very good, is it, really, that we're using it as a secret language because we shouldn't be able to use it. Well, we shouldn't be able to use it. Well, we shouldn't be able to use Irish as a secret language in our own country because most people should understand it, shouldn't they, really? You know? Well, I agree, but you see, these these people were from Northern Ireland. Oh, right, of course, of course, of course. <laughs> I, I, can we do any more to make it more entertaining or fun or something? I don't know. Well, I think to not just focus on the language, but focus on the whole culture. Uh, the music and the dancing, because that's very attractive to a lot of people, and 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 to foreigners also, they love it. And if 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 the school could bring in the language in more a way of part of the culture rather than just um, a separate um, right. subject, particularly in primary school when it's not exam orientated. And is it worth all the money that we spend on it? Because we do spend a substantial amount of money. Uh, I. I'm not so sure about that. I, I, I think it could be better spent. Right. But you would be sad yeah. if it kind of disappeared overnight or disappeared. I would, yeah. I yeah. would. Yeah, so you but like... I, I, don't, I don't think money is, is always the answer. Is, is this new legislation, do you think, a good idea, which basically no. is saying by 2030, 20% no. of anybody going into the public sector must be able to speak Irish? No. No. 
Are we going, back, are we going backwards there now? We're going backwards. We're going backwards. Right. Again, we're, we're more or less forcing it and making it compulsory. Well, that's exactly what they're doing, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and the, the, well, in America, they call that back in the 80s. Well, it was for different reasons. It was called affirmative action, which is basically, it's like, you know, gender balances and jobs and all this kind of thing, where you basically say you must employ 20% of women or you must employ no. this amount of this. Or you must I don't, do I don't agree with that. I don't agree with that. Also, it's um, it, 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 uh, it's implying that they're not good enough at their job, but because they're of a certain gender or a certain race or speak or a certain language, a certain language, that that's why they're getting it. So I don't I don't agree with that at all. Okay, that's a fair point. Let me go to Joe as well. Thanks for that, Patricia. Joe, you're in Ireland's classic kids. How are you doing, Joe? Good night. Merry Christmas to you. Merry Christmas to you, Joanna. Happy New Year. New Year. You kept me saying all year. Fair play to you. Fair play to you and the group. <laughs> Thanks very much, Joe. Now, Joe, your kids are in a girls' school. They are indeed, yeah. Okay. And what, uh, what was the reason, by the way, for putting them in a girls' or the choice to put them in a girls' school? What was the reason? Uh, well, as I told Ash, you know, your researcher, Niall, I live in a, uh, we live, we have a multicultural family. Their mother's from the Basque country. Okay. And they've been learning Spanish and Basque the mother speaks Spanish and back to them uh, okay. since they were small. So basically, we're proud of our cultures, both Spanish, Basque, and we're proud of our Irish culture. And uh, I wanted the kids to grow up uh, multilingual, uh, but mm-hmm. there's no point in learning someone else's language if you don't know your own. I was so going to say, it would be pretty sad growing up learning to speak Spanish in Ireland and not speaking Irish then. That would be pretty sad, all right, wouldn't it? Exactly. Like... If, if I can tell you a quick story, I I hated Irish growing up. Now, yeah, I hated it as we passion. all did. I, yeah, I I I'm sure Peg Sears was a beautiful woman <laughs> in her chair, but I I hated it. I oh, I, re- I you know what? I, I can say. still see the cover of the book. I I still have ble- I, I won't score. Sorry, I still have nightmares, man. But listen, <laughs> I I I hated it so much. Right, this is what happened to me. I hated it so much that I didn't even open the Leaving Cert book. Right, I sat in the chair. When my arms closed, I'm saying, "Why am I? Why? Why? Why am I learning this dead, la- dead language? I'm not going to do it. Stupid, right?" Yeah, yeah. And then when I was 22 years of age, I went to live in Spain to, to, to study language, yeah. right? To, to study Spanish. I was going down the, the the wrong road, and I said, "I'm going to go to Spain. I'm going to learn a language." And I, I became fluent in Spanish. And one day, I was I was in the classroom, and the chip just changed. And I said to myself, just as you said a few seconds ago. And I said to myself, why am I sitting here learning someone else's language when I don't know my own? So Norahanig may arash. When I came back, I went to study uh, Irish and I became, you know, I'm a good Irish speaker and I became proud of my language. And as, as I said, my kids, I'll go to, to gay school. And Yeah, I, I'll be honest with you. I, I do regret, Joe, that I don't speak Irish. And it was obviously it was the way I was taught Irish. Because is it, isn't it weird that... Children are being taught Irish from the age of four to 18 years of age, right? Or 17 years of age. And yeah. most of them come out of school knowing very little. Yes, they can do French or Spanish for three years in secondary school and probably no more, which just goes to show you it's the way we're teaching it. Absolutely. You can't teach a language teaching uh, prose and filioque. Remember that? Remember the prose and filioque, the poetry and all that crap? Oh, yes, 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 yes. I don't know if you remember, right? That's the way I was taught. That's what made, made me hate it, Niall. But the, the biggest hurdle in, in learning any language, and I speak from, from experience because I'm fluent in Spanish now, is you have to want to. You have to want to It learn was the, the grammar language. that used to get me all the time. Yeah. I, I couldn't yeah. get my head around the grammar. 
Well, believe it or not, believe it or not, the grammar in Irish is exactly the same as the grammar in Spanish. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if that makes sense, man. But how how can how can you, you're saying how do we get people to 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 want to learn the language and to love the language and our culture? How 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 will kids want to learn lang- a language when it when the enthusiasm and the want doesn't come from the politicians, man? But see, but it's not only that. Everything they consume on a daily basis, be it Instagram, be it TikTok, be it everything they're looking at, everything they're consuming, essentially American or, or British. Yeah. And so yeah. I hear more kids nowadays with American accents than I do with Irish accents. To be honest, which I don't know where they like, yeah, like, and I've been over here, like, and yeah, like. Uh, so they're not being immersed in Irish culture because our culture is becoming diluted by Europe and by America. Yeah, but, but but look at Germany, look at Spanish, look at Spain. But it's a different situation. It's a different no, situation. But they're, no, but they're, no, but they're fully... They, they, they're We're fully on the American. back foot. We lost the language years ago. We're on the back foot. No, no hold on a minute. The, the languages, the languages, there's more people subscribing uh, to the Irish language than ever before. I had to fight. I had to fight, Niall, to get me fought before my eldest son, who's 12 now, when he was four, into... Uh, the gay school in there here, right? There was no place for him. The, the school at the time were looking for a torch stream. So I went with my son from hating the Irish language growing up to placards. He sent me four year old into the Department of Education, right? Kicked down the door. She was like, Well, well you're supposed to give us time. You're supposed to give us time to, to tell us about your protest. Uh, you know, fighting yeah. for it. Uh, Niall, I'm, I'm sorry, uh, ranting here, but like the, the the schools are oversubscribed, is what I was saying. So we need you're saying we need more girls schools. If, if it was for me, I would only build girls schools. Ah, you have to leave an option for people Why? who don't want to do it. Why? So, do so I, I, hold on, hold on, Niall. Do, 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 do Spain do, do Spain build English speaking schools uh, for 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 people that don't speak Spanish coming in? Well, 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 it's a good point. Do, 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 do me a favor. Stay, well, stay there. Stay, France or Germany? Okay, stay there. No. no, look, it's not a bad point, but stay there for a second. Let me go to Christor as well. Christor, you're in Ireland's, Ireland's Classic Kids. Now, Christor, you're in the uh, civil service, or you were in the civil service. You shah. Oh, sorry, say that again? Shah. Shah. I want to go more, Vic. Holy Right, I haven't a clue. You might as well just... We're going to lose loads of listeners <laughs> if you start speaking in Irish. <laughs> Sorry about that. Because I won't have a clue what you're saying most of the time anyway. But, no, but, to get into the civil service, uh, I, you know, I did the Irish exam and, um, you know, uh, got through. But uh, once I was in there, I didn't use it at all, you know. But yeah. what really wrecked the Irish language was that the Gael Gorys, you know, the purists, and the fellows who made a living out of it, you know, mm-hmm. and Gail Lynn and all those guys, because, like, I'm a city guy, they kind of took it away from us and kind of said it wasn't really ours, you know. And then, of course, the way they taught us grammar and, you know, the Mo Canelock and the oh, teacher. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. And hitting you on the back of the head if you got <laughs> the irregular. Jesus. I Christ remember God. being dragged up the class by the lock of me hair. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I'd say most people in the country have 15 years of studying Irish, whether they wanted to or not. And it's amazing. It's only when I got older, I realized that this is my language. Look, that chapter, he came to it late. Now, the Spanish government kind of puts down the Basque language, you know, because it wants a unitary, you know, like the English did with the Irish language. But hell never. Uh, I, I realise it's our, it's our language, right? And when you when you say to yourself, 
I'm going to, I haven't got perfect Irish, but I'm old enough and confident enough to use what I have. And I think if Irish people go into their own heads and use bits of Irish, you know, like Pogue Mahone, August, hello, Kunasatatu and all that, you're amazed how much actually other people who think they can't speak Irish understand what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, but, 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 yeah, but hang on, Chris. Or would you agree with Joe that when he says that, okay, I know the girls' schools are popular. I'm not too sure whether yeah. we should have them everywhere. But Joe believes that every school built should be a girls' school. There should be uh, no uh, English-speaking no, schools. No, now, English no, could be a subject, obviously. That's not going to happen again. Well, no, it's well, not going to happen. But Joe thinks it should. If you take Wales, they have done a great job on it. But especially the BBC gave the Welsh language back to Wales because, you know... There was a lot of Welsh nationalism in the 50s and 40s and 60s. And the BBC realised, listen, we're putting down these people's culture. But sure, there was, well, yeah, but before the BBC did it, you had ITV doing it years ago with HTV. Do you remember HTV? That's right, uh, Harlock. Harlock. Harlock, yeah. Harlock. My father used to call it, put on Harlock. <laughs> <laughs> before yeah. we had well, ITV. But well, my point here is that yourself even included... As you get older, you realise that that's really what makes you an Irishman. I went to the Gale Talk when I was about 12 or 13 for a month, and I enjoyed it so much I stayed for two months. I didn't speak that much Irish down there, but what I learned about being Irish and, you know, learn, uh, living on a farm right at the sea in the Atlantic, <coughs> and the whole culture of being Irish, I, I, had, I got my sense of being Irish from there, you know, not from the Christian brothers beating the crap out of us, trying to beat it into us. So I think everyone in the country should have the confidence to use what they have in their head. Say something nice to each other there, Joe and Chris Tor in Irish, because I haven't got a clue. So you, you, can <laughs> fire, you can fire away there and entertain the Irish audience for a minute if he's like. Chris, Chris, no, 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 well, no, hang on. Go, sorry, go ahead, Joe. Chris, no, 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 uh, Tom Gamah, August two fan, Nolik Hona. Would you be? Would you consider yourself now as? See, he's gone back into English again. Oh, sorry. No, I'm just asking you there. <laughs> uh, no, just ask this guy here. Do you consider you speak really good Irish? Uh, really good? No, but uh, Tommy at Fulham, Gael gets yeah. law. Well, that's party. the attitude. Should, uh, well, no, well, at least he's trying. He's making the effort anyway, Chris. I mean, I'll be honest with you, there's a romantic part of me would like to be able to speak Irish, uh, but the other part of me just doesn't have the time to learn it. Listen, lads, I have to go into a break. Keep texting, keep WhatsApping. Numbers 087-188-0008. Hi, I love the show. Yes, English is the international language of business, and that's why nearly every country in the world has students coming to English-speaking countries to learn this language. So Irish is a dying language, unfortunately, and it saddens me, of course, but I don't speak it myself and probably never will, but I don't see the sense of purpose in flogging a dead horse, if you know what I mean. Not, don't mean to offend anybody. Love the show. Happy Christmas from Paul. Let me speak to this young man. James, good afternoon to you. Yes, good afternoon to you now. Welcome to Ireland's Classic Hits and a happy Christmas to you, James, and all your friends and family and everybody. Well, same to you. Uh, I'm listening there to brilliant, brilliant advocates you've had on there now. Ah, so a bit of a change, is it? Oh, this is, uh, I, I'm, a, I'm a very poor advocate now compared to what you've had already, that man, Chris and that lady you had first there. And Joe. Joe oh, yeah, brilliant. Yeah, Joe, Joe made good, yeah. Some, made some great points now. Yeah, but uh, now, hold on, Joe, uh, I love him to bits and everything, but he did turn around and say that every school should be a girls' school. I mean, you couldn't do that realistically. Well, the 
strange thing is that's one thing we're short of here on the north side now is, is more Gale schools. Now, I, I don't disagree, and I know there's waiting lists for all the Gale oh, yes. schools, and I don't disagree we sh- certainly should have more of them. They're but to suggest that they should all be Gale schools is a bit silly. They're usually oversubscribed here on the north side now, usually oversubscribed. And let alone do um, the local uh, kids want to get in there, but the kids of foreign national parents want to get in there. Oh, yeah, they want to immerse themselves yes, in the culture yes. and learn the language. Yes, yeah, only okay, a short time ago there, well, uh, it was, I said it was recorded before the pandemic, but Dahi O'Shea, you know Dahi? I do know Dahi, yes, yeah. He was interviewing, he did a kind of a series of interviews on TG Cahar there where he was interviewing, not celebrity people, but ordinary Irish people and just getting their stories. And he had this young black girl, she was about 18, and she's been here now more or less I think she's she <coughs> was either born here or she was here as a toddler, but she went through the whole Irish school system. And, of course, she had no background in Irish now, and her parents mm. hadn't. But she's a fluent Irish speaker. She so she would, she would embarrass the best of us. She was she was as good as yeah. Dahi, and Dahi was a man who was born in the Gael Yeah. And... Okay. Uh, I by the way, I have no issue with that. I'm getting back just very quickly, she James. I can. It. She loved it now. She okay, loved I've, only, it. I've only got a minute and a half left, James. So getting back to this idea of this new bill that's being passed and signed by the President, which essentially means that 20% of all new recruits to the civil service or the public sector, as they call it uh, nowadays, uh, by 2030 must be Irish speaking. I mean, you're the first one. If I had a topic today and said that, you know, 30% or 40% of all politicians must be women, you'd say, oh, you can't be doing that, you can't be doing that, you can't be forcing the issue, that's discrimination. So surely you would say the same thing about this. They should be all be Christians, maybe, now. Oh, whatever, yeah. <laughs> they should be all people that go to Mass every Sunday. <laughs> so, well, I mean, you think of it now. What is our police force called? The Gardaí Shikana. I mean, <laughs> if there is, their, their pronunciation is in Irish, so at least some of the guys should uh, be able to speak Irish. Actually, strange enough, we had a case here in Cork now where a Polish man was arrested, right? Mm. In the Bridewell Garda station in Cork in the city centre. And he demanded to speak only in Polish to a guard. So they well, well, he, do, well, he doesn't have any legal rights to do that. We have guard, you know, who are Polish. from Poland. Yeah. And but, he was but brought I, in from But the I don't think he has a legal right yeah, it was his right. He had to speak in Polish. Oh, they had to oblige him now. Oh, well, no, they, they will oblige him and they will get an interpreter or a guard that can speak Polish. But I'd say that I don't believe he has a legal right uh, not to cooperate with the police because he happens to be Polish. Now, the guards can help in any way possible. Yeah. But, but you do have a legal right uh, for a guard to answer you in Irish. Yes, but uh, I, what I would say is that, even though I wouldn't be, as you know, a fan of Sinn Féin's now, uh, uh, when Sinn Féin come to power, which they will do now, now, uh, but the Irish language would be a huge priority with them now. Wow. Huge. You saw, you saw what they did in Northern Ireland. They walked out of government in Northern Ireland. Because of the Irish they language. Wouldn't, they would, the, the unions wouldn't uh, agree about the Language Act. Mm-hmm. So if Mayor Mary is a huge fan of the, the Irish language, so... Uh, well, that, be, that, that's, if, that's if they for, get uh, in the next the, election. Uh, for the Irish-speaking... Um, well, you have a way way to go for that, James, because only this morning Leo Varadka was talking about his plans for when he, he takes over his Taoiseach next December. The real Taoiseach now, I mean, is it? <laughs> well, the real, it's like the real Slim Shady. Will the real Taoiseach stand up, please? <laughs> James, lovely talking to you. Thank have you. a nice Christmas, OK? Bye now. Uh, Slana, while you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, see you. Bye. All right, uh, everybody loves me. We've got involved. I'll just take this one more call I want to take actually after the break, which is an interesting one I'll take after the break as well in relation to that. I've got a final bit of audio here I might be able to just squeeze into before the break. Yeah, I got that. Hi, Niall. I'm only just after tuning in there to your programme. You're talking about the Irish language. I was out this morning. I was in a post office and there was a lovely woman from Northern Ireland and she was doing 
a transaction at the counter. She spoke Irish to your man. Your man didn't understand her. She didn't understand his Irish. They're different dialects for both North and South. And even I found it hard to understand her. And my Irish isn't <laughs> bad. Anyway, I love the show. Merry Christmas. Have a good one. And no doubt I'll be on before the new year. And a happy new year. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits.